come on. Father, we say thank you for Emma and for Andrew and for this little girl growing inside. Mm. God, we thank you now for your word and for your spirit. Lord, bless Emma and help us to obey what you say. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well, it's so uh, wonderful to be here and just have this opportunity to share this morning. Uh, but I wanted to start off and, and share a story uh, with you that happened to me 11 years ago um, at, at my first Soul Survivor Conference. So just like you guys are here, um, I was at uh, this Soul, Soul Conference and I was 17 years old. And my youth leader had uh, asked me to come along. And so it was the very first time uh, that I had been introduced to Seoul. And I remember, I think for the first maybe three out of the five days that I was here, I remember standing in worship like we were just doing and just completely doubting my faith. Um, I remember looking around at everyone worshipping and just um, seeing their connection with God and just being, um, just feeling a little bit lost and feeling like that was really, really new to me. Um, and I was just in this, this stage of my faith where um, I was looking around and seeing the way that people connected with God, um, but it just wasn't making sense to me. And it was causing me to kind of ask these questions about my faith. And during that week, um, I went along to uh, one of the workshops that they had, and it was on prophecy. And so that was the first time I had heard about that. And what we were doing is just practicing hearing from God um, and then sharing different words uh, with each other. And I remember I was with these two, two girls who I didn't know, and they said, oh, can, can we pray for you? And I said, yeah, that, that would be great. And when they prayed, they gave me this picture and they said, oh, Emma, we see this picture of, of like a dried up lake. And, um, but we can see that this water, it's being filled more and more with this water. And we have this sense that, that Jesus is going to fill you with his living water. I didn't know what that meant at the time. I didn't know they were referring to the Holy Spirit, but I thought, well, that sounds good. And uh, I just kind of left it at that. Anyways, that night we were in uh, one of the main sessions here and uh, a group of us went outside to pray. And as we got into that group, it was a group uh, from church, the Holy Spirit just came upon us. And in that moment, uh, we started to respond to the Holy Spirit in a number of different ways. Some people were, were praising God through songs. Some people were speaking in tongues. Uh, for me, in that moment, I was just weeping. I was just crying before God. And it was like the Holy Spirit just gave me a sense of um, what Jesus had done for me in a way I had never experienced before. It was like my faith kind of moved from my head to my heart. And I just had such a, a deep thankfulness and repentance for what Jesus had done for me on the cross. And it was in that moment that I, that I kind of developed this new connection with, this, with God, this new kind of personal uh, intimacy with Jesus. And as I returned home, I just had this new sense of passion uh, for sharing my faith. And God just started to, to quickly put opportunities in front of me uh, for me to be led by his spirit and step out. And I soon started to uh, discover the truth uh, that being courageous is doing things that, 
that you are afraid to do. And one of those things was when I returned home uh, from, from conference, at my school they asked me to share uh, at chapel. And so they asked if I could share a little bit about my faith, give a testimony and share a bit about what had happened at Seoul. And when they, I remember when they asked me, I was absolutely terrified. I was so afraid and I could just sense that this was a yes moment uh, that I needed to, to step into from Jesus. And um, at school, I was the kid who hated two-minute talks. I'd shake, my face would go red. Um, I hated being up the front. And so for me, this was, this was a really, really big step. And I remember sitting uh, in the library before this chapel service and I had my iPod in and I was listening to Living for Your Glory, a 2007 Soul Survivor banger. And I was just like, have it had those words going through my head, just trying to calm my nerves, but I was terrified. Anyways, I got up and I shared uh, this, my testimony in front of my grade and I cried pretty much through the whole thing, partly because I was emotional with what I was sharing, but I reckon also I was just terrified. But I don't know, people, people I don't know if they actually realise that. But anyways, afterwards I had a, a girl come up to me who was in my grade and she said to me, she was like, I just really uh, loved hearing you share and it's just making me question uh, whether I actually want a relationship with Jesus. And she goes, I could sense for you that was a really big thing for you to stand up there and, and share that. And for me, that was probably the first time that I could really uh, sense and feel the Holy Spirit speaking in and through me. And I want to continue um, speaking on this theme this morning of being courageous and look at this idea of speaking courageously and being a mouthpiece for God. Being a mouthpiece for God. And what I mean by that word mouthpiece, if you imagine like a, a telephone or a mobile, when you're on the phone, you're constantly uh, speaking words into the mouthpiece so that the person on the other end of the line can hear that message. And the Holy Spirit is constantly wanting to speak messages to us um, so that we would, as his mouthpiece, pass that message on to other people. And I have to say that, that in my journey with Jesus, being a mouthpiece for, for God has definitely been one of my greatest areas of fear. Without a doubt, it has been one of my greatest areas of fear. And not just in terms of, of standing up and speaking at the front, but in all different settings, in smaller group settings, in sharing my faith with family and friends. Um, being a mouthpiece for God has been one area that the Holy Spirit has constantly uh, been challenging me and stretching me in. And I just believe this morning that the Holy Spirit wants to build our courage in knowing that the Holy Spirit wants to speak in and through you as mouthpieces for God. And as we're on the road uh, together this week, we're going to be sharing the message of Jesus in two ways. Um, and the first way is through words. So you will be verbally sharing and speaking with the people that you interact with at your project. So that might actually involve stepping out and, and sharing your story, sharing your testimony and who this, sharing about the hope uh, that you have in Jesus. And the other way is through action, through what we're doing. So when you go out and you're gardening, you're demonstrating the message of Jesus. You're demonstrating uh, the gospel. As you feel led maybe to go and pray for someone for healing, you are demonstrating through action 
the power of the gospel, the power of this message of Jesus. And the important point is that both are needed. Both are needed as we go out and we share uh, this message of Jesus. But it's verbally actually speaking and being um, courageous as we, as we share um, through words that I want to focus on this morning. So if you want to flick, open your Bibles to Jeremiah, um, I want to look at Jeremiah because he was someone in the Bible who was a powerful mouthpiece for God. He was a powerful mouthpiece for God. Um, so if you don't know who Jeremiah was, Jeremiah was a prophet and he was called uh, by God to speak the word of God to Israel, so God's chosen people. And they had strayed from the truth and God used Jeremiah to draw them back uh, to the truth. And it was actually said that Jeremiah was a very timid and sensitive person. He uh, was constantly through his whole ministry in this kind of emotional uh, turmoil with himself. And he's actually even been referred to as the weeping prophet, as the weeping prophet. But despite all of this, Jeremiah was someone who displayed an incredible amount of courage in the face of so much opposition in his ministry. So he was actually beaten and put in stocks. You know those things when you go and visit like an, an old castle or something, you put your hands and your head through and you get the classic photo opportunity there. He was beaten and put in and left in those stocks. Once when he was uh, giving a message to a group of people, they responded to him by saying you must die like that's quite a confronting thing to have said to you after uh, you give a message and he just experienced so much opposition um, from a number of different people in his ministry and so we're going to have a look at, at chapter one so when God calls Jeremiah to be a prophet because I believe that the way in which Jeremiah responds to God as he calls as he calls him to be a mouthpiece is often a similar way uh, that we respond to, to God when he calls us to do things that we are afraid to do. So we're going to read Jeremiah chapter 1 from verse 4. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. So when God calls Jeremiah to be this mouthpiece, Jeremiah responds to God uh, with his fear. 
And how often when God calls us to do something, do we respond with that fear? But what's incredible is we actually see God um, responding to Jeremiah with truth and promise, that God is, is replacing the fear that Jeremiah has with his truth and with his promise. And so in order for us to be these courageous mouthpieces, we have to allow the Holy Spirit to work in us to replace that fear with truth and with promise. And so I want to look at these three fears that Jeremiah had and actually look at the promise and truth that God uh, speaks to to Jeremiah because I believe that he's speaking those same promises uh, and truth to us, us this morning. So the first fear, if you look in verse 6, uh, Jeremiah says, I do not know how to speak. I do not know how to speak. And often when God calls us to be a mouthpiece, to be a mouthpiece for God, one of our greatest fears is what will I say? What will I say? Uh, Just a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was asked to share a message at uh, a worship night. And um, when they asked me to do that, I thought, yeah, that's okay. That's fine. I can do that. And then the, the kicker came and the guy said to me, you're not allowed to prepare that message beforehand. And I thought, great. <laughs> and he said, what I want you to do is I just want you to practice um, turning up and just asking the Holy Spirit, what, what do you want to share? What do you want to share? And so during that uh, worship night, I was just asking the Holy Spirit, God, what is it that you're saying? And he led me to uh, two scriptures to share with the group. And I got up and and shared them. And the message that I gave, it was not constructed well. I kind of fumbled my way through. By no means was it very eloquent. Um, But God moved powerfully. He really moved powerfully that night. And the reason was, was because I was just a vessel, I was just a vessel. I just asked the Holy Spirit, what is it that you want to say? I trusted that he would speak um, and then was able to speak into what the Holy Spirit was already doing um, that night. And so when we are afraid and our fear is, I don't know what I'm going to say. What will I say, God? He responds to us in verse 9 with, I have put my words in your mouth. I have put my words in your mouth. And God will put his words by the Holy Spirit in your mouth. And some, so sometimes you might be in this session and you might see someone have a prompting to go and pray for them. You might, God just might highlight them to you, but you might have a fear of what will I say? What will I actually say when I get over there um, and pray for them? And God is saying, I will put my words in your mouth. And so where the question I have for you this morning is where have you remained silent because you were afraid of what to say? Where have you remained silent because you were afraid of what to say? The other fear that we see Jeremiah has uh, is in verse 6 and he says, I am too young. I am too young. And you know what? I think Satan just loves us to believe this lie that your ministry with Jesus starts after high school. That is not true. That's rubbish. Your ministry with God starts now. It starts this week. And he desperately wants to use you. And you are never, never, ever too young to be a mouthpiece for him. You are never too young. My husband and I lead the youth ministry at Dural, uh, Chicago, and um, it's such a fun job. It's such a blessing. And one year uh, we were at our youth camp 
And we were in a time of ministry. And the youngest girl in our camp, who I think was 11 uh, at the time, she went up to her youth leader and she said, uh, I have a picture that I feel like God's given me that I'd like to share with the group. And we said, that's great. What, what's this picture? And she said, oh, I can see that everyone's hearts are on fire. But Satan is coming along and he is trying to put out that fire with a bucket of water. But Jesus has just said to me that, don't worry, I have an endless supply of fire starters. And we were like, that's good. She's like, can I share that? And we're like, yep, get up the front. That would be great. And so she shared that. And in that moment, we saw the youngest girl in our camp be used as such a powerful mouthpiece for God. She spoke against a lot of opposition that um, our youth were experiencing and she spoke with this kind of childlike faith and just shared that. And I learned so much from her uh, that night. The Lord actually taught me a lot about her faith and the way that she just willingly got up and shared that. And so some of us here this week might be saying, I'm too young uh, to be courageous. I'm too young to be courageous. And God responds to Jeremiah really simply, and he says, do not say I'm too young. Do not say I'm too young. Um, Last year, I was given the opportunity to go over to Indonesia And uh, I was asked to, uh, it was for this big uh, Baptist Congress, and so there was all these um, churches from uh, all over the Asia Pacific. And when I got there, uh, a lady came up to me and she said, oh, Emma, do you mind doing a roll call at the opening ceremony? And I thought, okay, sure. I thought literally like what you would have in school, just calling people's names off. It was not like that by any means. It was literally my worst nightmare. Uh, What it involved is having to to call out a list of all these churches um, across the Asia Pacific with names that I could not pronounce in front of over a thousand people with drums playing so loudly. And if you know, you can probably tell I have quite a quiet voice. And so I just spent my whole time trying to get my voice over the sound of the drums, the guy I was actually doing uh, roll call with was this like charismatic kind of like he was like he should be on a TV show, he was rolling his tongue, he was scattering around and look it was it was pretty hilarious, I just it it was just the the worst thing ever and I had to kind of shout these names out and then they'd march down the centre aisle with their flag and it was just so so intimidating Um, and you know what it was okay, like it, it didn't go amazingly, but it was okay and it was, and it was good to just honour that experience and, and, and just um, accept that invitation. But the next day uh, they released, it was really funny, they used to release these newspapers after each day of the conference with like highlights from, um, from what had happened on that day. And on the front of the newspaper there was a picture of me and, and this guy at the opening ceremony. And they had put the name of the guy who I was doing it with, uh, but they hadn't put my name uh, on the newspaper. And someone said to me, they said, they came up to me and they said, oh, you're the girl who was doing roll call last night. And I said, yeah. They're like, they didn't put your name on the newspaper. And I said, no, that's okay. It's not a, that's not a big deal. And he just kind of turned to me and he said, well, quietly spoken women like yourself will always be overlooked. And when he said that, I was just like, whoa. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if he intentionally meant to be uh, hurtful, (laughs) 
But when he said that, I was like, oh, okay. And um, the Holy Spirit was just so kind to me that day because he reminded me of another word that a lady had spoken to me a couple of months before. And she said, when you speak, whether it's up the front or whether it's one-on-one, when you speak, it's unique and it's sweet. And the Holy Spirit just dropped that into my head. And I was like, I can either let that word define me of, of what that guy has said or I can grab hold of what I know to be true and what God is, is doing and, and working through me. And later, actually, in that conference, I had been asked to share uh, on a panel on leadership. And I wasn't, it's fair to say, I wasn't feeling the most confident uh, after that comment that I had ever felt. And everyone on my panel uh, for this, this thing on leadership was like 20 years older than me. They were all a doctor or a professor or a reverend. And then it was just kind of me. I was the only female on the panel. Um, and it was just, yeah, I, I wasn't really feeling like doing it at all. And God just reminded me, he said, Emma, I've placed you there for a purpose. I have put you there. You are not too young. Just trust me. And one of the verses he gave me is that uh, the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk but of power. And he said, it's of power. Your whole, my Holy Spirit is in you. And that will speak. And in Asian culture, um, it's your credentials and your age is actually really important for a message to be received. And so I was just feeling really, really intimidated uh, in that moment. But I did, I saw the Holy Spirit just break down barriers that day. That was nothing to do with me. That was just God working in and through me. And it just was this beautiful reminder that the kingdom of God, in God's kingdom, age doesn't matter. Age does not matter. And so, you know, I just want to ask us this question again this morning. What opportunities have you said no to because you have felt too young? What, what opportunities have you said no to because you have felt uh, too young? The last fear that uh, I want to look at is this fear of, of man, this fear of others. And Jeremiah had this, this fear. And the way in which God responds to Jeremiah is he says, do not be afraid of them. Do not be afraid of them. And one of uh, our biggest fears when we are a mouthpiece for God, when we get up and we speak and we share something or we might go and share our faith with someone, is how will they react? How will they respond to what I'm saying? And we run a ministry uh, at Dural called uh, Love Thy Neighbour. And basically what that involves is going out uh, into our local community uh, and uh, basically just serving them through gardening. And the vision of that was actually birthed out of a soul survivor conference. So I want to encourage you, you never know what God might stir uh, in you here to actually take back uh, to your church communities. But uh, it was a really great and simple way to build relationship. But one of the things that we had to do um, when, we, when we went out um, and to meet people and actually ask for help is we had to door knock. And so we wanted to door knock and say, hi, do you need any help? Uh, and give them a flyer. And I hated 
doing this. I'm not great at going up to people I don't know anyways, but actually having uh, to go and and door knock on on someone's house and explain that was terrifying. And the worst part was I couldn't get out of doing it because I was the person leading the ministry. Uh, So I had to do it, otherwise that just, that wouldn't go down well. So I was, yeah, it was just, it was my most hated part of having to do that. But you know, most of the time uh, when we went And uh, people were actually quite warm and open to what we were offering. They were taken back because it was quite different and they had questions. And sometimes we were met with people saying, go away, I'm not interested. Uh, But in those moments, the Lord just reminded me to just um, respond to them with love and sensitivity and, and with grace. And we built some absolutely incredible relationships with people in our community through that ministry. And we have to remember that that to some, when we share the message of Jesus, it will be foolish to them. It will not make sense. But Jesus just tells us in that moment to wipe the dust and the sand off our feet and to keep going. Because we believe that the message that we have in Jesus is the power of God. It is the power of God that is living within us. So as you go out and you serve this week, you might be feeling a little bit fearful of how people will react. How will they react uh, when I speak? And don't let the fear of man or others dictate the outcome of this week for you. Don't let that stop you from stepping into opportunities that God puts before you. And let your conversations as you interact with people be full of grace. Be full of grace. Be full of sensitivity and love. And say yes to these opportunities uh, that God is putting before you. So where is the fear of man? Where is the fear uh, of other people stopping you from being courageous in your walk with God? To actually stepping out and being a mouthpiece uh, for God. You know, just as I um, just as I finish, um, I just want to say that I would never have imagined 11 years ago that I would have the courage to stand up and just be able to share with you this morning. That's just something that wasn't on the cards for me. Uh, and, you know, the goal is not to be the person speaking up the front. That's not what matters. It's about being obedient to whatever it is that God and Jesus, he puts before you. That's what we're interested in. That's what we're wanting uh, to do. And to know that there is a danger that we can box ourselves, that we can box ourselves. And we might actually limit the way in which Jesus wants to use us. We might have a certain perception of ourselves. There might be comments that people have said over us that we have let define us. And there is a danger that we can box ourselves. But what I have found is that as I have been filled with the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, He has given me the courage to say yes to those moments, to say yes to the moments that He has put in front of me. And the courage to be a mouthpiece for Him has slowly built as I've just said yes and stepped into each of those things. Um, And I'm experiencing the truth of this amazing promise that God can actually do immeasurably more. He can do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. He can do immeasurably more than you can, that you could ever imagine through your life. His ways for you are much higher. His thoughts for you are much higher uh, than you can ever imagine. 
And I just want to encourage you this week, do not box yourself. Do not box yourself on how the Holy Spirit may use you. Do not box yourself. Because I believe that Jesus is really wanting to use you guys to raise you up to be a powerful generation of people who are going to speak boldly, courageously and power, powerfully in the, in the Holy Spirit. That he is wanting to use you guys as mouthpieces for him in wherever he has placed you. In your schools, in your families, to your friends, wherever it is, he is wanting to speak in and through you. And so the question for us uh, this week is, will we accept that invitation? Will we step into that this week as we go out and we serve in our projects? Will we step into that invitation um, of being these courageous mouthpieces for God? Amen?